0: Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there, and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. I hope you are keeping well and safe, and welcome back to another week. This is episode 151. My name is Gary. I'm one of your hosts at here, at here, here at Spark of Rebellion and last week my main man he was running solo decided to have a week off there was no reason for it that's what I like normally you hear podcasters oh I was busy no nope none of that had a very kind offer this is what you don't see behind the scenes Star Wars listener normally Mark comes on when he's doing hosting duty and he's like yeah here's that slag Gary very mean normally but last week he was very kind he's like Gaz I got this i got this go and have a lion do what you want and i run solo so thank you very much dude for running last week it was very good it was very cool to hear your thoughts on the skywalker stuff and you are absolutely 100 correct with all of that i don't think disney or lucasfilm will ever be done with all that stuff even though they promoted it very heavily that they were so lies yeah always so yeah let's bring him on actually as i said my name's gary and here it is here he is it is the main man mark askwith how you doing dude i'm all right mate yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, I hope you enjoyed your week off, basking in the sun. You went to Wales, didn't you? You go to
0: Wales? Yeah, I went to Cardiff. watched uh, watched a bit of rugby. Did you? Yeah. Prefers rugby. Admits it. Ad- Admits it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm in Cardiff again, like a few weeks. It's oh, like yeah? second home. Yeah. Why is it like your second home? What's that? What's that all about? Well, half my family's Welsh. Do you know and, which half? Uh, yeah, my dad's side. Yeah. Uh so that's uh, yeah. that'd have been a risk wouldn't it not knowing which half yeah silly of me not to follow up so someone said to me in the family by the way half your family's Welsh I just left it there that'd be rude oh good yeah good yeah well I'm glad to hear that do you want a drink
1: yeah yeah cool how's work been yeah, yeah. just left it moved on
0: moved on quick doesn't, doesn't matter to me because we're all one nation <laughs> aren't we <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, so been in Wales a little bit. Will be there again soon. So you might be running solo again in a few weeks, dude. All right. which is nice for you. Bit of a heads up. Mm. I might get someone on. Okay.
1: Probably won't, but might do.
0: Why don't you? Why don't you um, invite Carl Weathers? See if he'll pop on. He'll <laughs> he'll come on,
1: and he'll be like, you know what, you podcast great. <laughs> But I'm a great podcaster. I'm like, uh, uh, and then you know we'll, t- we'll you know, we'll have a bit of chat about it and he'll probably get into it. And he'll be like You know, I'll just get a volume wrong or, or whatever. Oh, I've got my dog there. Gnomes. Get my volume wrong and he'll be like, What's the matter, What do you mean? Car weathers And he'll be like Captivate got you pushing too many pencils. And I'm like <laughs> You son of a bitch. Yeah. That's how it'll be. So I'm not going to get him on for those two main reasons. Having said that, if we did go on to talk about the Mandalorian Creed, he'd go nuts about it, wouldn't it? Be like, you said Creed, he'd be on it. So, I yeah, I might do, actually.
0: I'd give him a bell. What a shame, eh? The two Creed films are films made in his own name. Not even in. Couldn't even do a flashback thing.
1: I know. I bet he was a bit gutted about that, actually, because he was like... He got a bit of a raw deal, didn't he? By getting lamped by Drago. Oh, yeah. Did all that build up as well. And uh, <laughs> I always wonder how much of that whole, like, living in America scene he probably had lived. Because he looks like he's that kind of guy. You know? Yeah, a couple of cocktails.
0: Yeah. And he's away.
1: Yeah. I, I I reckon that. I reckon that. I, I think it's it's a lot of it was him basically saying, let me do what I want to do. because.
0: Yeah, well, he was good, um, from what we understand, he's good mates with old Stallone. Didn't Stallone direct Rocky Four? Did he direct it as well, as writing all that?
1: I, I don't did. know, actually, he might have done, because he did the director's cut recently, which was like 10 times better.
0: Mm. So he probably well. said, look, dude, I'm going to go running my little crop top down on the beach. You have this bit, do what you want. I love that part. Bobby That's over.
1: Rocky Three. that one, isn't it? When they're running on the beach, and it does, they do the like embrace at the end in the sea, and you're like, that is...
0: Yeah, when it looks like Stallone looks like the special dude that you've brought out to the beach for the day and let him run oh, on the oh, beach yeah. for a he, little while.
1: Yeah, he's delighted to be in water for the first time ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey,
1: <what's laughs> like, oh, fucking, I agree, Sly. I agree.
0: Me and my wife, we always say that. We always joke about that scene when we watch it. Oh, it's class. Yeah. Naughty, really, to just, uh, take take the mick out of old Stallone, but... Oh, I know,
1: but it is funny. That scene is funny. There's just so much 80s about that scene. Like ev- like you said, everything from the crop tops and just Apollo being sweaty on his stomach.
0: Like, mm. that's...
1: Nah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, we'll discuss that on the Rocky Rewind podcast that's coming up in a I few months, so. Yeah, bloody have to do that now. We'll get Carl on for that one. We'll, we won't get him on for Star Wars. We'll do the... We'll get him on for the Rocky one. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on, Carl. Yes. uh, Before we get on to uh, uh, steering towards news and and all that stuff, I'm not going to tell you what to do, Star Wars listener. This is not an order, but you should probably do it at some point. You should probably make sure you hit the follow button or the subscribe button, whatever app you're using. Let me take a guess, Star Wars listener. You're using Spotify right now. I can feel it. You're either using Spotify or you've just clicked play in the Twitter the Twitter mm. regardless of where you are make sure you follow us because we put a new episode out every single Saturday and it's full of really useful stuff that you just had to endure for the past five minutes so make sure you do that and uh, we're on the socials too we're uh, the main ones well, I don't think we're going to do Facebook anymore dude I've made a decision we're just going to ditch that because right. nobody reads it and um, yeah it's uh, it's too much hassle so the two main ones that we're on is Twitter and Instagram so you can get to those by spark com forward slash Twitter or forward slash instagram go over there give us a like and a follow because we uh chat star wars throughout the week and we post little tidbits and whatnot and if you like spark of rebellion and you want to support us you can do that via our patreon again just head over to spark dot but this time very important do a forward slash and then type patreon and you'll be whizzed right over there and you can join our other patrons those guys who are so awesome they, they support us every every month and uh uh, it's so good so thank you very much for your your continued support our current patrons we love you guys if yeah if you want to jump on there's like a plans from a dollar upwards uh we're a bit slow at the minute but we'll definitely sort you out with some swag some stickers and whatnot so uh so go over and do that but before we crack on in with the news how have you been dude have you done anything star wars you in a bit of a book right at the minute you still reading uh yeah getting through that one and then that tempest runner one came earlier as well so i've got
1: a couple more of those to read um I've not done loads actually Star Warsy the last couple of weeks. We're doing a we're doing a guest thing on sequel pitch, aren't we? The, the other podcast that I spoke about last week. Um, oh that's so cool, that podcast. Yeah, it is nifty. Yeah. So I've sorta of been just pondering that. Like not really done anything about it yet, but I've just kind of sort of been pondering what my sequel pitch will be. And I think that's pretty much it. I Honestly don't think I've done that much Star Warsy stuff, you know, this week. Um Quite one. Well. Yeah. yeah, it you it's been, a, I, I did get the Lego Skywalker saga, which I know we we're going to talk about um, as like a little bit of a mini review, but I installed it and then just like, it was fucking huge, man. It was like 43 gig. So, and then the DLC as well. And I was just like, by the time it got halfway through, I was like, nah, I ain't doing this. I need a fresh, <laughs> solid do at
0: it, yeah. you know? Yeah. What about you? Done much? Yeah, I read your dates. Um Yeah, I've been out on a, so last um, last Saturday, I attended the Echo Base Live event over in Redditch, which is very cool. So Echo Base Live is essentially just a glorified Star Wars trading and selling event where right. they have about 50, it's a pretty big event now, they have about 50 uh, different traders. You can go and pick up anything Star Wars, essentially, if, you're, if your figure game is strong and you want to get some some collectibles and some rare figures and all that stuff you can do that or they've got mainstream black series stuff and three and uh three quarter inch stuff it's all good and then some of the more obscure things as well like if you want that old ATAT that's in a beat up old box but you know mm. still in good condition and you want to pay 500 quid for it you can go and get that there and and all that stuff and now they've expanded a bit it's almost like a little mini convention they've got some guests there they had uh they had the woman who's who's the Twi'lek woman who's dancing around Jabba, but then she gets fed to the Rancor, you know, in Return of the Oh, Jedi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was there. And they had a couple of people who played stormtroopers in the films and and some artists and comic book artists and stuff. So it was really good. I didn't spend too much money. I could have dropped a load of money, but I didn't. I was very restrained and and uh, and very sensible. So the only thing I did pick up was the... Um, was the Black Series Emperor throne room little set that I missed the oh. first time around when that was released. Yeah, you know, the little on his proper throne chair mm. and everything. And yeah, so that'll look good next to the little Wampus set that they did in a similar sort of packaging. So so yeah, that was a really cool event. And um they've already announced next year's one. So I think it's gonna be a little bit bigger than than it always grows year on year. So that was very cool. And uh like you dude grabbed the um the Lego Skywalker saga game, installed it and I've only played about Mm, hour and a half two hours maybe so we haven't got anywhere near enough to do a proper review but it's pretty decent so far it looks beautiful as well for a Lego game the graphics engine is very cool it looks very crisp and, and yeah. good so yeah reasonable amount on the old Star Wars front I suppose yeah that is quite that a lot a it's
1: I uh, quite like doing those events though you can just have a little mooch around can't you hmm
0: you know what I mean? There's no pressure to do it. I, you know, I like those. I like those little. I like those
1: do's, You know.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, somebody that I had on the podcast when you were away, dude, one week, we had uh, Tim from Bosk's Bounty. Mm. He's a really big Star Wars collector and figure guy. He was there. He was very cool. And um, yeah, you get all like this, all the the sort of familiar faces that you see at like London Film and Comic Con mm. that they do in July and the MCM stuff. Like, there's a really popular Star Wars blog here in the UK called Fantha Tracks. And those guys always turn up, they've got their matching shirts and everything, and a bit geeky, but yeah, nice dudes, nice dudes. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, why don't we whiz along, uh, and to do the first news story. So, talking of Carl Weathers, the main man, uh, he mm-hmm. was on the old Twitter the other day, saying that uh, he's wrapped, uh, apparently he's done five and a half months worth of filming on the Mandalorian season three, which is now done and done which is very cool. So this is coming late on in the year, season three. Mm. And to celebrate, he got his little, his little pin tag badge patch thing that's maybe going to be sewed onto his blazer. Who knows? I don't know. But um, yeah, he got his little costume department badge, which looks very cool. So this is another one of those things that you don't really get an official announcement for, like StarWars.com or the official Twitter. They won't go out and say, Mandalorian season three is now done. We have to rely on the, uh, on the actors and the crew to to say that stuff, and there was somebody else that tweeted a similar thing as well, saying it was all wrapped up and and ready to rock and roll. So into the throes of post production now, I guess, and getting all that stuff rocking and rolling. But the focus is not on that at the moment. This is just a cool little, uh, you know, Apollo Creed going on Twitter and telling us the uh, the skinny on that stuff. So looking forward to Mando Three, dude. Yeah, it's going to come around. Um, I guess really quite quickly
1: because it's. Um I mean, what is coming up to May by the time this goes out. You know, that's, I mean, it's only going to be another six or seven months, isn't it, before, what, when do they normally come out? Is it October? It's probably going to be less than that. Um, I thought October, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 I think they usually are October, aren't they? Um. So, yeah, looking forward to this one. I think it's, um, it's, it's sort of hard to imagine what'll, what'll go on with that, given everything that, that happened with the book of Boba Fett. And like, you know, that was like Mando 2.5, wasn't it? It was like the Captain America Civil War of Star Wars, it was like, oh, sure that's not a Mando? Oh, it is. <laughs> you know, it was, um, it was interesting. And I, Kyle Weathers like always amazes me that he's so involved in this stuff. Cause he's not, he's like, he's great, but he's not a huge character in this, is he? Like he's got enough to do, but I feel like season two sort of sidetracked him a little bit, but then he did that episode that he directed where they broke into that, um, base and it was badass. um, Mm. So I'm, yeah, I don't know, I sort of don't know what to make of the whole Kyle Weather's Mandalorian thing. He's, um, yeah,
0: I don't know. He's just, he don't, sort of doesn't fit in, but does. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It does sound like he's done a a good old stint though on this one. Nearly six months worth of filming. That's, Mm. that's like a feature film, at least.
1: Yeah, I suppose, actually. Never thought about that. Yeah, good point, dude. So you think he's probably in this a little bit more then?
0: I think so. Yeah. Probably back to, mind you saying that, God, I can't even remember how much he was in the first season. He was in a reasonable amount, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, certainly more yeah. than the second season. Hmm. Probably back to that then. Probably back to helping out Mando. And I wonder yeah. if he's got a, a, another agenda though, his character, because it would be fairly lame for him to just follow the Mando nah. around again and, you know, do that stuff. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now fair play. But like you said, we don't really get any announcements, do we? Like a lot of movies formally announced stuff you know we've finished um photography and and whatever but yeah we don't really get anything like that from Star Wars do we um it's only I suppose like you say when a cast member decides to just pop someone on Instagram it always amazes me as well like whether or not they're allowed to do that do they get hammered for it by does someone at Disney call them and be like hey yo Apollo
0: you know yeah. what are you doing indeed yeah there was um there was a little hoo-ha uh almost as you described in the world of Doctor Who in the last week or two. So we're coming up to, in Doctor Who, we're coming up to uh, an announcement for the casting of a new Doctor because Jodie Whittaker's leaving this year. Idris Elba, yeah. <laughs> and um, one of the names that's thrown into the hat is this actor called Faddy somebody or other. He was in a spinoff of Doctor Who called Class a few years back, which was incredibly shit, but his name's been sort of thrown into the mix. And the other day he put an, <laughs> he put a photo on Instagram he was outside the brand new Doctor Who production facility photos and just put something like new tings or something like that. And within literally within like six minutes, it was taken down So somebody, somebody at the BBC was like, what are you doing? This is not, no, take that down immediately. So you can see that they have to be a little bit careful with that stuff, I guess. But yeah, it doesn't happen with the films, though. You always get some dude, oh, the Batman's just wrapped, Robert Pattinson's going back to Norwich to have a burger and chill out, and, and that's yeah. it. you know, everything's cool, but I don't know. Sam L. Jackson's
1: in Leeds filming, and Halifax is like down the road, <laughs> you know. It's uh, yeah, you're yeah. a bit guarded about that. And I, I get it with the films because they are announcing. It it's like, Ooh, a bit bitter marketing, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh I do get that, I do get that, but yeah, no, I'm excited for Mando 3. I think it'll be interesting, it'll be um. I think it's sort of been frustrating. I know it was weird to get all that stuff in Boba Fett about Mando and Grogu getting back together and so on and so forth, but I also think at the same time, people would have sort of been pissed if eight episodes or six episodes would have been about that in Mando. I think it would have... It would have been nice for a little bit, but people would have been a little bit like, oh, fuck us. You know, come on. <laughs> let's have some story, you know? So yeah. I'm curious about it because I don't think they could have done that and the Darksaber stuff all together.
0: No, that would have been... Rise of the Skywalker style, speed mm. running through a story arc, kind of shiz. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Point, I agree, dude. man. I agree. But yeah, good yeah. to see Apollo back. Indeedy. Yes. Uh, moving on to another short and sweet little uh, Twitter nugget that cropped up um, today. In fact, uh, James Gunn, the the famous Marvel director, amongst other things. You know the dude that's like fifty now, but he's got a hairstyle like a sort of sixteen year old nineties boy band dude. Yeah, he's got he's, that vibe on uh, him. He? Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, he's listening to um that, that bare naked ladies track on repeat from American Pie.
1: He looks um, in the
0: He looks like say like Shane
1: from Westlife, who hasn't realised that it's not two thousand and two, and he's still <laughs> like yeah. No, if I dress like this, I'm I'm like, I'm definitely famous still. And if I keep my hair like this, like in that, basically just. Spiky everywhere vibe. People will definitely recognise that I'm from Westlife, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's
0: <clears throat> he's basically Hulk Hogan, isn't he? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's you mean your the style? Guy that's wearing the same vest that he wore in 1985. Yeah. same beard. Yeah, same everything. You know what I mean? You're like Rod Stewart.
1: Calm down. You can get different <laughs> vibes, mate. Like you got to reinvent yourself. You know. But yeah, James Gunn, and he, I sort of admire James Gunn, because <laughs> like, he's all right, isn't he? But he's not great, but he's all right, and somehow made a, a this big career out of just being like, sort of all right, but he's like, he's our all right, isn't he? He's like, he's our guy. He's our, oh, he's James Gunn, he's all right. Like, he has a laugh, doesn't yeah. he? He has a laugh, oh, he has a right bit of, and, but he's just all right. But he's, like I said, he's our all right. So you never get Mike Zero being like, <laughs> you know, Disney yeah. rebooting James Gunn, recasting James Gunn, because he's one of us.
0: He did get, he's, I think he's earned a little bit of respect as well within within the geeky, geekery world and the, the wider film industry, I guess, because didn't he get his ass kicked a couple of years ago? There was some controversy around. Yeah, yeah, he did. There were some cases brought against him or something that never really went anywhere but I think somebody dropped him was it Marvel and Disney dropped him for a while Marvel did yeah and then Batista came in yeah that's it yeah and uh yeah Batista came in headlock and then he's back so I like that yeah Dave Batista yeah Yeah. you don't want to mess with him he's a massive guy Mm. tattoos as well I hope he doesn't turn into the rock you
1: know (laughs) do you know what I mean Highest me. earning actor in 2021. Well, yeah. If you do literally everything that someone asks you to do, of <laughs> course you're going to get paid a lot. Do you know what I mean? That's like me saying I'm the highest person in my village, but I've got 12 jobs. <laughs> yeah. You make a very good point there, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Finish work yeah. at five, start work at five. Finish work at half seven, start work at eight. Yeah. yeah. Get on the taxes till half twelve. Have a little nap. Milkman. <laughs> you
0: know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I just thought Batista doesn't do that. I'm sure he won't mm. do. But. Yeah, I, hey. I hope not. Yeah, it's funny with The Rock though, yeah. We've got don't this he? film about this thing. We're not quite sure. I'll do it. But you don't know what it's about yet. Just put my name down and yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I'm doing it.
1: Thinking about creating a film about Visa debit cards. All right. <laughs> We want to cast you in it. What has the card machine, right? Right. And then what you'll see is a bit of Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Hustle. And Hustle. then <laughs> and then it'll be like, watch out, MasterCard. Visa's coming.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then <Yeah. clears throat> when it's been released, it'll be like, Instagram post. Thanks to the fans for making this the number one movie in Essex for fifteen minutes between quarter four and four o'clock a week last Thursday. Do you know what I mean? It's all, mm-hmm. it's all that in it. I just, mm-hmm. I like the guy, but I just needs to calm down a bit.
0: He's a busy guy, as you said. Yeah. Is the I, I forgot where we're going. Is the rock in Star Wars then? No, 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 no. James Gunn. Let's get back to James Gunn. Oh, yeah. That's where it started. It's only a small thing. Well, not anymore. Apparently, he really likes Rogue One. So, Rogue One, for some reason, the other day, I don't know why. Uh, Apparently, it was trending on Twitter, Rogue One. Maybe somebody mistyped Rouge One for something else. Who knows? But Rogue One was trending, and then James Gunn jumps on board, as you'd expect. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know why Rogue One is trending. But I'm glad it is, as it's the most underrated Star Wars anything. Which is quite the endorsement. Underrated. Do you mm. think it's underrated, Rogue One?
1: Mm. I don't know, you know. So, it is good, don't get me wrong. Mm. But I watched it again a while ago, man. And it was a hard watch. Oh, really? Yeah. As, in what way? Well... It was sort of like, you know, the first time you see, you're sort of thinking to yourself, ooh, this is good. Because we've not really seen that, that like underbelly of the rebellion. And we've not seen, you know, we'd never seen that whole, here's how we got the Death Star plans. And then there was the whole Leia thing and like the the Vader thing. And so for me, it was sort of surprising. It was like, oh, yeah, this is really good. But I don't know, you watch it back and it's. It's just a bit slow. Mm. As I've, as I, as, I, as I, in fact, I think I had to watch it in two sittings because I got a little bit bored of it. And it, don't get me wrong, it is good. But when I then watched Solo back, that got better. Oh, okay. The second and third mm. times, which is sort of fascinating. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. I did watch Rogue One a couple of months ago, or a month or so ago. A couple of months ago. And uh, I really, I really liked it. I thought it was, um, yeah, because like you, I'm, I, I really like the whole digging into the rebellion side of things a bit mm. more. Because we know loads about the Empire, we know loads about all that stuff already. That's been, that's been done quite a bit more than the whole rebellion thing. So, yeah, and it was good to, um, do you know what it is as well? I think once you've seen it the first time, you're just eager to get to the, to the last fifteen minutes of the film. I think that's what it is, because the last fifteen minutes are pretty badass. You just you going through the motions. Krennic, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a spoiled little brat, yeah, yeah. Some other dude, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. And this guy that wishes he was a Jedi, but is not. <laughs> he gets killed, yeah, yeah. And then we're onto that badass Vader scene and then the link into uh, A New Hope mm. and all that stuff. So the last the last third, it's very good, but I do get you though. Yeah, it's a bit of a slow watch, I suppose. Do you know one of the worst things about it is how bloody Forrest
1: Whitaker says that boar gullet, Ball Gullard. What are you doing that for?
0: Why is his voice? Really? Ha. Yeah. The whole film. And I, I saw what you doing.
1: doing? I yeah. do get that vibe, but like why does he have to do... T- Boglet? Like you say you would say it like that though, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. say it like that. Like you've clearly yeah. used this thing fifty times. So why are you saying it like, oh better drag it better drag it out, this giant creature that we keep for this one purpose? Like, why are you surprised? Like, why are you saying it like it's got that impending doom when you clearly know it'll be all right because you've done it 50 times?
0: Oh, God. That's
1: terrible acting, that bit.
0: <laughs> Didn't they rip that bit off from, remember the first sniped Blade film? Do you remember that? Oh. There's a bit where they go and see this massive, overweight, jabber-looking vampire. <laughs> yeah, they do. That, Yeah, it's like that. It's exactly. It's almost like like scene for scene, frame for frame, just like that bit in Blade.
1: Oh, and then they burn him, don't they? That's it with the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the torches.
0: <laughs> yeah. What a film that is. What a film. But anyway, James Gunn, all over it. Oh, good. Obviously likes it. So, uh, Mike Zero, coming up next week, James Gunn announces Rogue One 2, directed by James Gunn. <laughs> Rogue One 2, <laughs> that'd be
1: the right name.
0: <laughs> so is it Rogue 12 or Rogue One Plus 2? But not, what is it? Oh, is it a man. prequel? What is it? That'd be What's amazing. That would be
1: genius. That's hilarious. And then Mike Zero would be like, James Gunn moves in with Kathleen Kennedy and tries to oust
0: her from her own house. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's coming, mate. That's coming. Oh, no. oh, God, Zero. Oh, dear. little Easter egg, dude. Coming up. little Easter egg. In the old, uh, in, a, in a book that was, that was, uh, when did this book come out? So, uh, worlds of the star Wars trilogy, the ultimate guide to the incredible locations of episodes four or five. That's a bloody long title, isn't it? Jesus, actually. Jesus. Anyway, bit much when Yoda did the off and decided that the Jedi needed to go into exile. He obviously chose the sunny location (laughs) in the galaxy. He obviously chose the, um, uh, there is some story around Dagobah. I can't remember exactly where I read it. Was it a book or a comic? I can't remember. There was something around or about Dagobah, the reason why Yoda chose it. And I can't remember what it is. But anyway, he chose Dagobah. He goes off there. And when we see him in the film and whatnot, Luke and Anatu, they find him in his little mud hut that he supposedly built with the force or with his little his little claw hands and feet, whatever. But in this book, where it breaks down the locations and it does like this cut in half isometrical 3d view of these places it's got dagobah and and, uh, yoda's hut and it turns out that the walls the walls of the of the hut are actually mechanical so it transpires that the escape pod that yoda escaped in that landed on dagobah and he just built his little home Hmm. around it he slapped all the mud on it and the vines and everything and apparently this is um this is from We've Got This Covered, wegotthiscovered.com and they've titled it as the uh, that Fans spot a really depressing new easter egg in The Empire Strikes Back via uh, or custodian of this book. Now, I don't think this, de- this is not depressing at all to me. This, is just, this just says to me that Yoda's got his head screwed on because as soon as you land on Dagobah, you don't just want an out-of-place mechanical-looking escape pod so if the Empire does do a wee bit of a scan, it's like, oh, look, I've got this giant neon, neon sign that's pointing to this escape pod. It's like, you know, I'm going to build it and build on top of it all the mud and everything like that and disguise it. So if there's one of those probe droids, you are wow that goes past, fuck off, mate. This is not the escape pod you're looking for. So I don't find this depressing, dude. I don't think you will either. No. No. I mean,
1: I mean, if we look at it through, you know, the perspective, right? So no other mechanical stuff on Dagobah, fine. But then it goes on to say, which means that Yoda is still living in the same escape pod that he landed in 20 years earlier. Like, my grandma's all right. She's been in a bungalow for 22 years this year. She's all right. She likes it. She's got it how she likes it. She's got a new fence up round back. Um, she knows when the bins are emptied. She um, seems all right with the neighbours. You know, there's a shop fairly close by. She gets sun on an on 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 afternoon around the front and, you know, she's chuffed with it. So, yeah, I think they're sort of lynching that depression to the fact that, oh, he's lived in this same place for 20 years. I think so.
0: Bit much, it's that, innit? It's a bit much.
1: Yeah, I do get it. Didn't he go to Dagobah because it was uh, the dark side? The dark side cave would shroud him.
0: Remember was that what it was? Mistaking the cave. Yeah, the cave. Yeah, that was it. I think you nip down to the cave, and then you have some sort of vision via the force, mm. or the force, or the force imposes on you like some sort of future, or a potential future, or some sort of inward, you know, emotion of yours that reveals mm. something visually that you couldn't quite visualize yourself, something like that. Yeah, I think it was that so, as well.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yep. yeah, it's a bit of a weird headline, isn't it? Strange.
1: Like, I think it's that depressing part, it's just the clickbait bit. You know? I think it was so. just. Yeah, clickbait. Fan yeah. spot new Easter egg in Empire Strikes Back is not as good as fan spot depressing new Easter egg. Mm. You need you know, an adjective to sort of
0: yeah, get just another a,
1: 50 clicks, you know? Bring that home a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I've noticed this a lot, we've said it before, like. Star Wars News on Google, because the Google News thing, like people do anything to get, just, just remain in that. Like, they're making, you know, they're putting stories out about stuff that is just insane. And there's a few sites that are really tenuous with it. You know, they just want to get the clickbait. But um, I suppose mm. if you're selling your traffic, that's what we'd do, wouldn't it? You know, we. I suppose you got to,
0: I guess. Got to get that hustle on. Playing your trade and all. Yep. Up at 5 a.m., Doing that. Yeah.
1: Journal. Six hour journal. Cold shower. Quick gym session. Tell the grass outside that I'm grateful for it. And then do two hours work. <laughs> and then just fucking eat kale for three weeks.
0: Millennials, eh? Fucking get your top hat and get <laughs> out. In it. A listener, if you're a millennial, we love you. Yeah, still, it could be fun. <laughs> yeah, good, we're good. Anyway, let's we'll zip through some more uh, new stories. So the big one, the big new story that's landed <laughs> is we've got a major showcase upcoming for all of the Disney Plus stuff mm. that's going to be hosted at the upcoming Star Wars Celebration event in Anaheim in May. So the 26th of May, I believe. Have I got this right? Have I got this right? Yeah. 26th to 29th, is it? Yep. So on Thursday, the 26th. Lucasfilm's top current filmmakers will all join together to form a special guests panel to discuss all of the upcoming live-action projects, including Obi wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Mandalorian. And the key word there is including. This is not just limited to those particular episodes or stories. Mm, yeah. So there's a good chance, dude, that we're going to get a little bit of a. Now we have to be careful with this because we're going. To, we are going to get a little bit of a. Here's like a thousand foot screen behind us, and here are all the things that are coming up. Kathleen Kennedy is going to come out and be like, What the? Who put that up there? Right? Because you all know full well that we're not going to do 50% of that. So get that down. Who's put that up there? Yeah. James Gunn. Get him up. Get him up here. <laughs> Rogue One Two. Rogue One Two, yeah. So uh, there's a good chance we're going to get some stuff announced for, I don't know about the rest of this year because it's looking reasonably planned out already but this is probably like 2023 onwards some disney plus stuff maybe we'll get some ahsoka bits in there i'm not sure but this is cool dude because like we said earlier star wars very rarely this is not like an apple thing right where you you know you're going to get a a ton of new shit Mm -hmm. like at the wwdc stuff you know you're going to get the next operating system stuff demoed the next iphone ios you know you come to expect that with star wars you don't It's, it's normally a yeah, we'll wait and see. It'll be a bit of a surprise whatever, but this is cool. This is very cool. Yeah, do you think um yeah, do you think we'll see some specific,
1: you know, like a circle new teaser because you're completely right. They'll clearly announce some stuff that'll never happen or they'll do something that you think, "Oh, f- come on." Because it's, you know, they'll just pretend. Um <laughs> but like how far do you think they've got with um things like a circle do you think they'll do anything like a, maybe around casting and you know announce anything like Ezra or Thrawn? or cuz it cuz it feels like a good time to do that especially cuz we didn't have Star Wars celebration cuz of covid and you know what i mean it's sort of like there hasn't really been any big 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 this is official in person comic con style what are you doing here oh it's because
0: i'm playing throne do you know what I mean? I don't mm. mean what, do you think we'll see some of that? Yeah, well, let's combine two new stories together. So the next story we're going to cover is the Ahsoka plot synopsis has been revealed, mm. kind of, in an upcoming production listing. So over at comicbook.com, they've whacked a story over there to... um, th- They've done some like sort of around the periphery, fu- you know, fuzzy stuff that doesn't really, you know, uh, relate to the story at all. But apparently they've got their hands on a source that have said that they've seen a production listing for the upcoming Ahsoka stuff, which is apparently going to start production uh, next month. And the storyline for the upcoming Ahsoka thing is she's tracking down Thrawn in the hopes of rescuing Ezra. So if that's to be, if that is true, the timing is very uh, apt because um, next month at the, uh, this panel, mm. they could well announce uh, Ahsoka may even give us like a little teasery thing. So even though, uh sort of live action production hasn't started yet there still might be you know we have with kenobi we just had that sort of little ident thing and Mm -hmm. you know a proper logo and stuff we might get that at this panel so that story if that's to be true i don't know where the source has come from whatever but the uh that uh uh, who is it rosario dawson as well she's Mm -hmm. been on twitter and said you know it was great to work with mark hamill and all that stuff so she's in star wars mode anyway on twitter so yeah who knows man but i'm i'm guessing we're going to get some ahsoka details Beyond that, who bloody knows? This is bloody Star Wars and Lucasfilm, so... Yeah. Who knows?
1: That is true, dude. I I wonder if we'll get some of that Acolyte High Republic stuff. Oh, that sounds so cool, the concept of that. Yeah. does sound interesting. And um, it's funny, isn't it, with the old Ezra stuff? Because in the timeline, he... You know, this is what? uh, At least eight years, if not nine years... It is, nine years. So he disappeared just before New Hope. What, a couple of days, well, a couple of months before New Hope. Was that about Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, roughly. And then a year between New Hope and... uh, Sorry, three years between a New Hope and Empire, and then a year between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Like, Yeah, it's a few years then. And then five years after Jedi to Mando. Mm. So that's like nine years, isn't it? Eight, nine years. So like, I wonder how they're going to justify that. Right. So you've had all this, everything's gone on. <laughs> what have you been doing for nine years and why are you still looking for him? Do you know <laughs> you what I mean? So, but, yeah, yeah. You're not exactly. 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 So it's, um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's interesting. I think we'll start to see some <laughs> air, 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 of the
0: empire stuff, you know, I think so. Yeah. It's to got f- a bit. flash to pad this out a little bit. Cause you're right. You can't just have a meditating for nine years and, just saying that the Force works in mysterious ways and she hasn't been able to... You can't just have that. That's not a programme, is it? No. So yeah, they need something else in there. And then there's, you know, we've
1: heard of Tython that's been in there, that's... It keeps cropping up and then there's obviously... There's there's clearly, you know, Mount Tantis with the Bad Batch, which ties to the logo from Mando with the clone in and it just all feels like it's leading towards that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, I agree, dude. And we still don't know why the Empire wanted Grogu. So it's
0: got to be cloning, because that guy had his cloning patch on. He did, yeah. Maybe he wants to take it a step further than the Dark Troopers and use... Maybe it's like like the clones from Kamino. Maybe it's like that, but Mm. Force-based clones, you know, Force-user clones.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's just interesting isn't it how uh, it makes you wonder like if they'll tie Mando to it all as well this season like are we going to start to see some of that coming together and does that set up a Ahsoka
0: yeah that's probably the the last couple of episodes of season three of the Mando circling back to that storyline with Grogu and yeah because I think there's going to be some um, there's going to be some other traveling around different planets up to that point and you know piss about for a little while mm. and then they'll circle back to that yeah
1: You'd think so, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah, I'm interested in that. It would be interesting to see what that, that um, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim event brings with it. I think there'll be some very interesting uh, little tidbits to come out of that one. And I'm just, I just really hope they don't screw the pooch with it. And just, you know, and like you said earlier, announce shit that they're just clearly not going to do or that will never come to fruition. It's, I think Marvel ruined it for a lot of people. Because they came out and just you know whenever it was beginning a phase two and announced everything up to what did they do they did two big announcements didn't they where they did like three or four years at a time and you're like good god yeah. so then everyone sort of did the same thing DC did it and barely any of that came to fruition and then Star Wars did it and look what
0: happened there and it's um, yeah, it'd be nice but, to
1: just not have that wouldn't it
0: yeah but the thing is you've got someone like Feige who's who knows how to use Google Calendar. So it's all good. Whereas someone like Kathleen Cannon is like, what? When did we say we were going to do that? At the end of the year, October, November time. Well, I haven't got that in my calendar. (laughs) That's your fault. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we got Feige involved. He seems to be on the ball. Pulling the strings in the right directions and all that stuff. But yeah, screw the pooch. I love that saying. (laughs) I hope not. Yeah. Hope not. Hope not. Hope hope not. Hoping not. Next year seeing as the events are um, are being, f- uh, you know, the calendars are filling back up now mm-hmm. and events are back on the roadmap and stuff. The people that arrange and, and organise and do all the stuff for Star Wars Celebrations just want to remind you again, next year Mark and I will be available to host panels, to Press. all that stuff, just get in contact,
1: it's all good. Well, we could just message our mate Charles now. Charles, Soly, how are you? How is Elaine? Soly. He left you yet? <laughs> Solely, you old slag. <laughs> She has left like, forgot about that. sorry I'm seeing you in Anaheim, Anna, for my
0: sins. <laughs> in Anaheim, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. As always, on Spark of Rebellion, we will keep you updated post-Star Wars celebration with what happened there. i hopefully get a good rundown stuff. of that one. That's like during Obi-Wan coming out, though, isn't it? Ah, right.
1: So here's a thing, then. <laughs> it was going to come out, wasn't it, May 25th?
0: You know, t- they haven't moved the date, have they? Surely yeah. this is... Where have they, been they can't, you Star Wars don't do that. Nah. They don't do that. Come well, on.
1: there was... Um, it was going to be the 25th, which is the day before, to celebrate, whatever, 50 years, 45 years, 55 years, or whatever the maths is, on A New Hope. Then they shifted it to the 27th and put two episodes out, which is right now in the middle of Anaheim's celebration. And I don't know if that's related, mm. but maybe it is. You know, similar to what they're doing with the Thor film now, not releasing any trailers, which speculatively is because of the Doctor Strange multiverse film, you know,
0: okay. maybe. Yeah, yeah probably, they probably need to sell tickets for a big watch party at Celebration for over Oh, fair play. It could be that shite, could it? There you go. Oh, yeah, isn't it funny boring. old world though, eh? Lovely, because we had a, we, we spoke about it a ages ago on the podcast we were like Obi-Wan's got an, a, a, a release date and I was like oh wicked it probably should be May the 4th shouldn't it for Star Wars Day and you were like no they've very cleverly done it for May mm. 25th for A New Hope oh that's just as cool but now it's none of those so, yeah exactly 27th <laughs> it's just some random date in May yeah
1: Whatever. and it's a Friday as well when they all come out on Wednesdays yeah, oh no Mando weird, doesn't I'm lying that's the Marvel stuff Marvel's Wednesday
0: yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight. Alright, bruv. Yeah, alright, bruv. Right, bruv. Hi. Hi. Oh,
1: uh, no, I've got to go to work. Um, <laughs> I work... I think you must have me confused. I work in a
0: gift shop. What's that? No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's not me. I think oh. I'm just going to leave now. We're just going to run away cool. from those fucking
1: mercenaries. <laughs> like they're just going to
0: let you leave.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck me. Oh, dear. <coughs> yeah. <Mary laughs> Robbins. Right,
1: Thought let's finish
0: up on one more. One more story, dude. Let's get through this quick. Oh, go God. on then, go on then. Go on. What is it? It's like Ricky Gervais at the Garden Graves. God, it's God, ah. three hours. Right. The um the Lego Star Wars um game... That we will talk about in the next week or two once we've played it some more, for sure. But there's a little hack that uh, people have discovered. So when you're traversing the environments throughout some of the levels and whatnot, you have to go round and round and round. I found this because I started with episode one. And where you go down into the underwater thing with the Gungans and stuff, and uh, on the Boo, the level that you walk around there to get around certain parts of the level, you have to go round and round and round. (laughs) like a big old level and stuff like that some players have managed to find this hack where because of video game rules and all that stuff you're not allowed to kill kids in video games surprisingly Mm. uh so you'd have thought that that would have been like every parent's like perfect you know bit of meditation (laughs) just to whip all the kids but who knows so you can't do that so in lego star wars when you kill a stormtrooper or a or a battle droid or something like that, they explode, don't they, in all the different Lego bits. But when you try and do that with uh, one of the little kid figures, they just don't do that. You can just hit them an infinite number of times. And what happens is they start to sort of leap around and like, ow, 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 and all that stuff. So players have noticed that when you keep tapping the combo buttons and keep whipping them with lightsabers, you just start to traverse across midair so what they've discovered is that literally within one day of the game being out they don't have to go round and round the level and go all the way round just jump up in the air start whipping one of the kids in the minifigure configuration and just go across the the gap that way which is amazing dude I mean it took people one day to start doing that I love stuff like that
1: yeah it's like that Jedi Fallen Order like go and hit this button 66 times isn't it it's one of them (laughs) (coughs)
0: <coughs> like I'm glad
1: people some- do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, wasn't there something in Fallen in Order actually where you could start you do like a double jump and then start doing like your lightsaber shears and that took you like an extra oh, really? ten feet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, I'm glad That's other cool. people do it.
1: <laughs> you know, we just we just benefit from it. <laughs> Don't wanna what are you gonna do today? Well, I spent 50-60 quid on this game. Well, you're gonna play it. Sorta. Of. What do you mean? Right, all it is. I'm going to take my lightsaber and I'm just going to hit everything a hundred times just to see what the crack is. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, what are you doing that for? Replay value. Well, don't they hire like a couple of hundred people to do that? It's called testing, like game testers. Yeah, but they don't do it properly. Yeah, but they don't test it properly. It's a tick box exercise, isn't it? Tick box. Yeah.
1: Now it's... It's still cool though. Yeah, yeah it still could be fun. No, the um, this is all right though. I can see this being one of those things that get, like you said, it you know it gets you into some places, and uh, <laughs> sort of a cute little hack for certain things. You know, I'm all right yeah. with stuff like that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just glad someone else does it, not me, because
0: that be that would be crap. That would be crap. Yeah, right. it's a bit like yeah, yeah. Rocksteady almost forced that upon gamers when having to do those bloody Riddler trophies. That was almost as bad as. Game testing for ninety hours. But
1: yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of those in the first one. The second one, I was like, oh, look, I'm tired of those. And then, oh, yeah. although having said that, um, I did do that with Spider Man on the PlayStation. I completed that like hundred percent. I was like, right, I'm gonna get all these rucksacks and mm-hmm. like, the thug crimes <laughs> were just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It was like there's like forty thousand of these damn things, and it's all the same.
0: Oh my word! Yeah, and then you get to hundred percent, and you're like. I thought I'd feel better. I yeah, thought I'd feel right. happier than this, but it's just, oh, I've done that. A that's of it.
1: The only time you feel good about <laughs> it is when someone comes around and sees and you're like, yeah, I clocked that, mate. Yeah, you, and they're you like, just can't play it on Spider the telly. Man. <laughs> yeah, but start a new game. Start a new yeah. game.
0: Don't fucking save it over mine. Yeah, you leave that menu screen up on the telly. And you're like, yeah. oh, seen that? Shouldn't have left that on that screen, should I? But you've but, seen it, though. Better throw oh. this away.
1: Places yeah. it on the bin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga we'll give you a rundown in a week or two once we played it some more but that's a cool little hack so get on it and then get to those places that you can't obviously get to just by walking that's obviously like what you do in real life as well you know like so <clears throat> you know you got a Blue
1: Water right Thoric. yep that and Saf you're like right I'm thinking here Smash of five guys get up to Debenhams Get myself some of that uh, sweet ass clothing, and then we'll nip over we're gonna check out a Lego store, get back in time for tea. Jobs are good un. get to five guys, have you snap, look where Debenhams is. The escalator's broke. you're like, right, kid, come over here and bring that sword. <laughs> Why oh, we're fucking going up there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not again, dad. <laughs> this is like, this is like Tenerife all over again. I'm tired of this. <laughs> you know what I mean, Tenerife. Like, like forty kids just all yeah. getting beat up as like, but been bouncing. And the dads are just like, told you, love, <laughs> what do you want from
0: Debenhams while well, I'm up here? That's like the very first Lego Star Wars game, right? When Debenhams were still around. Classic. Yeah. Brilliant. Back in the day. Back in the day. Eh? <sighs> Department stores are weird. Do you know what I mean? They're weird. Why? Yeah, because they always have the perfume bit first. Oh, God, which gives you a headache yeah. for the rest of the day then. Yeah, yeah, What's that all about? And they're
1: always stood around doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I try these? Well, do you have to? Yes.
0: Sort of, this is just your job. Mm. And there's always a dude that wants to give you a spray or two. You're like, no, why would, no. Yeah. Oh, come on, let me just sell you a bottle. All right, then. So he yeah. gets to the counter. He's like, this is not my real job, you know. No? I'm an actor. I, I do. A, I've got a YouTube channel. All right. Oh, so yeah. Name? That's the new one, isn't it? Mike Zero. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to buy some of this uh, This perfume? What's it called? It's called Kathleen Kennedy's Getting Fired. Like, oh, is it? Well, fucking hell. That, that,
0: that smells like bullshit,
1: Mike Zero. So, no, keep your bottle. Thank you. It's the sweet smell of bullshit, eh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my word. Oh, my Jesus word. Jesus Christ. We've gone off again, right? So, We're this gonna is gonna why do it people there, dude. tune in? We're We're gonna they gonna do don't it. come for the news. Of course not. They've already read it anyway. They've got Google. Yeah, and the Twitter. Sing the Twitter. Away. We're just giving you our commentary on it, which is what you've come here for. So, thank you. That was episode one hundred and fifty-one. One five one. great to have you back listening for another week if you're a if you're fresh out the packet if you've just installed Apple Podcasts or Spotify <laughs> or something like that
1: oh Todd I need to stop Todd Cochran if you're listening I know it comes pre-installed with Apple iPhones mate. calm yourself down <laughs> don't want to hear is this
0: the, this is the first time that you've ever listened to a podcast on your pre-installed Apple Podcast to... app guys just say it and I'll be clear that <laughs> If you're a new-time listener, this is the first Star Wars podcast you've decided to listen to, then welcome. It's great to have you here. If you're a long-time listener, if you're one of the one of the peeps that have been with us for over 150 episodes now, then welcome back. It's been great to have you here. Norms.
1: My dog's Look doing Normsie. skits, man. It's like the worst possible podcast recording environment. Oh, He's fucking loving it. We're not
0: even editing this. No, I can put it straight out. Look raw. at him. Yeah. He's in Chewbacca. So, make sure, as I said at the beginning of the show, make sure you uh hit the subscribe or the follow button depending on the app you listen to. You won't miss a show when it lands every single Saturday. And we're on the socials too, sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter and forward slash Instagram. Go and give us a like and a follow there and chat with us. Chat with us about Star Wars throughout the week. It's all good. And um as I mentioned at the beginning too, Patreon is the place you can go to support our show. And thank you so much to our current patrons. You guys are awesome, thank you very much. We really appreciate your continued support. And if you want to jump on and support us, there's various plans there. One from a buck a month onwards. And uh, we'd love your support. And there's some other features and whatnot on the other plans. So have a look. See what you think. And we'd love your support. So until next week for episode 152, it has been a reet old laugh this week, dude. So thank you very much. Uh, do you know what's hilarious about this?
1: Is that How long this outro is now. I know that you're going to be getting itchy about the music. So... What else do you want to talk about for
0: a minute uh, or two? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Yeah, all right.
1: More then. rocky, actually. Yeah, Norman apologises for barking. He's uh, he's looking very forlorn. Dave Filoni. <laughs> right, everybody. See you later, guys. It's <laughs> been a
0: pleasure. See you later. <laughs> it has been good. So until next week, take care of yourselves. Be cool. Get that Skywalker saga played. And may the Force be with you always. No, the thing is, Dave Filoni.
1: So that was the joke. So I'm saying joke still works.